if Jay White's going to feud against those two guys, Jay White has himself a brand new fan. <laughs> He's so petty. <laughs> Podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to where do grapples to apples, where do shades and thrills stand in the pantheon of best friends and duos. You have JD and Turk from Scrubs, you got Sean and Corey and Boy Meets World. But today, you and I, we crossed a whole new plane. I don't know, man. I don't know. You want to know something funny? If you didn't have an intro, this would have been my intro. <laughs> and I wish we could, because I'm like, I spit you not. This would be my intro. That's great. I think... All right, so for me right now, there's nothing that beats Turk and JD. That's fair. That's guy love. That's what it is. That's guy, that's, that's guy love. Yeah. Um... I think a, a very close second place is Joey and Chandler. Mm. Okay. Okay. I see Joey and Chandler. And Corey and Sean is up there. Gotta be. Schmidt and Nick from New Girl. Okay. See, that that's out of my ballpark. That's you. Yeah. I don't know about that. Like, we're definitely in the top five, in my We gotta opinion. be up there. We gotta be up there. And and why do you why do you bring this up, Thrill? Oh, you you try you, <laughs> you put it out there. Yeah, let's pe- let's peel the curtain. Every there is a book about this because everybody does it. Well, all right, whatever. So you message uh, you message me today, and you're like, "Yo," I'm like, "Yes, sir." You're like, what the moves? I said, "Bow moves." And then you sent me a picture of yourself, and you're like, same. And so I sent one back. I'm sitting here like, I'm going to send this guy a pic, and I'm going to get one of two reactions. I'm like, cool. Or he's going to be like, gross. I did not expect you, but I am, no pun intended, thrilled that you sent me a picture of you on the toilet. And it was classy. We covered our, our, oh, our course, you know, of course, of our, course. Our, our, our giblets and stuff. So <laughs> there was nothing that no one had seen. It was, you know, still PG, you know, it was, it was, was like, class. <laughs> it was just one step closer to seeing Thrill naked. That's it. That's my... <laughs> this has been my mission oh my for God. the better part of 10 years. 10 years. <laughs> You are my Everest. <laughs> oh my gosh! Anyway, uh, other Everest. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I don't even know how do I segue? Whatever. There is no segue. But you're listening none. to you're listening to <laughs> your Everest. Grapples apples on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples apples. If you don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. As always, 
I'm one of your hosts, L. Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespeare and Canada, the Major English, certified, the Godfather, whatever you need me to be, that's who I'll be, because baby, that's who I is. Joined remotely by my definitely hetero life mate. Tell them <laughs> who you are, baby. I am the very sensual, the very doy, Mr. Sunglasses at night himself, your boy. Your God, and once again, after 35 days apart, your champion. You hear that, Alan? Your <laughs> champion. Shades. Well, <laughs> you did all that, I forgot that you didn't even say shades yet. Shades. My bad. Um, I don't know. This, this ongoing rivalry with Alan, Tampa Boy, has spanned <laughs> multiple days. Um... I just keep spitting facts out to the man, and he just doesn't like the facts. You know, he doesn't like cold, hard facts. I'm a fact guy. Matter of fact, I I had no way to segue that. I just wanted to say matter of fact because it was going to be pretty cool. Yo, we but, got we gotta get Alan on the show one day. We got to. I, I gotta I gotta hit him up and be like, Yo, Al, you gotta get on here. Yeah, yo, try to take your 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 kid's leapfrog or like because he's Alan's tech savvy. So take like his kid's leapfrogs, glue them things together, bounce it off of an alligator in Tampa, get some Wi-Fi and get on the podcast, man. So I can talk down to you in person. It's a bounce it off an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> and what's messed up is did you see the video that they posted his on wife his wife yeah. posted a couple a couple weeks ago there was a yeah i'm like yo tampa is is a, a, a weird weird place man <laughs> the fish were literally just swimming on the street i was like what is happening and the kids are like, oh, well, what's what? They're just like looking at it, they're like, what the hell is going on in Tampa? It's like, you know, flooding. They get up upstream. They get stuck when uh, the the rain leaves. So they're just trying to swim down to the drains. Yo, Al, you put you picked a, a heck of a place to move out to, bro. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> he he knew he knew he needed to leave New York State because I was going to be champion. And I was going to attack him every chance I got. Oh, God, God bless your heart, Fear. Al. It was fear. Um, fear made him move down there. <laughs> fear. Well, fear not, listeners. See? Now, that's a perfect segue. There you go. <laughs> not my matter of fact and then just <laughs> crickets. <laughs> Unlike last week, there is so much news to go over on this week's episode. We've got... Uh, title changes we've got debuts returns uh we've got rumors of people signing contracts contracts expiring there's so much not to mention we've got results from uh last weekend's impact wrestling slammiversary and all the stuff that came out from there there's just so much going on shades let's let's just cut to it and do me a huge favor bro what is that my man ring that bell all right, so let's start off as we normally do with the world of professional wrestling outside of WWE. Um, I'm going to go in no particular order. First things we got going on here is New Japan's Hiromu Takahashi, the chicken time bomb, has finally been cleared for in-ring action. 
Oh man, I, I, that headline is a good li- headline to read, but it's a scary one because mm-hmm. I just I just feel like it's only a matter of time before we end up here again. Yeah, and unless he like, finds a way to change his wrestling style, it's just we're gonna be here again. Um, also, it's maybe he's coming back a little too prematurely. You know, you think so? Um, I mean, I, I've never had a neck injury, you know, knock on right, wood. Right. Um, but, you know, I do suffer from, like, knee issues and lower mm-hmm. back issues. And I don't I don't wrestle, you know. Right, I just, right. you know, I lift most things. But, um, you know, I think that he doesn't give his body enough chance to rest after a severe injury. Mm-hmm. He wants to come back so quickly that he just re-injures himself, him, re-injures himself again. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. I think, like, listen, I'm happy he's back, but I don't I don't want it to be, you know, coming up on Wrestle Kingdom next year and... He's hurt again. Harum was hurt again, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's cr- he's such an important part of not just their junior division, but their promotion in general. Mm-hmm. He's such an important part to that company that whenever he's out, you feel it. And whenever he's back, you feel it in the other direction. So, mm-hmm. obviously, I'm happy to hear that he's, you know, okay to return to the ring. I just hope he really is fully healed and we don't end up with another injury. Because every time he gets hurt, it breaks my heart. Yeah. Sticking over with New Japan, Kota Ibushi, the once-proclaimed god. Well, god, <laughs> you're suffering from an aspirant aspiration pneumonia and was pulled from three new japan shows so yikes <sighs> pneumonia is not fun i've never had no, it, but I've anyone and everyone I, i've ever known who's had pneumonia has said it, it is not pleasant and sometimes it's it's so bad that you're hospitalized from it right exactly um and so he's already been taken off of three shows a first so I remember last week it was just he has some sort of illness and they pulled him from one show and now it's that he has pneumonia and he's off three shows. That's yeah. I mean it's got to be more than that because he's going to miss time with pneumonia and then his body's got to recover. He can't yeah. just go back to in-ring action after pneumonia. Not to mention, I mean your body's going to still be recovering from the pneumonia. COVID's still a thing. You know, you don't want to get pneumonia and then all of a sudden you get COVID. Oof. Yeah. Because yeah. that's just going to continue to wreak havoc on your lungs. Mm-hmm. And we've already seen that, you know, too much battle with your lungs could lead to, you know, you know. The, a, a major case of the deadness. Oh. <laughs> Here I am trying to be as, as coy as possible. And you're just like, deadness. Like, that's Dr. Right. Cox. Uh, yes. He's yes, suffering from a major case of the <laughs> deadness. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um so that's that's what's going on over in new japan let's come back over to the states where jake roberts has signed a new two-year extension with aew this is good for me i'm cool with this you know he's because of his physical limitations we have not worried or had to worry about whether or not he's going to be in the ring or anything he's doing his manager thing and, and he's, ta- he's taking a bu- he's taking a bump when needed, yeah. and that's it. That's it. 
you know, his work with um with oh Murderhawk. What is his name? What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Lance Archer. Thank you, Lance Archer. Which is not in your news, by the way. I got to put that on there. Thank you. Um, his his pairing with Lance Archer has been really good. Um, I would argue Lance Archer doesn't need Jake to be his mouthpiece, but it's worked. You know, Lance Archer is a loud promo where Jake Roberts is notoriously a quiet promo. And so, you know, that pairing works for him to sign a two year extension. I'm cool with this. I have zero beef with this. Um, and another signing, AW man, they, they got, they got contracts. Just, just dish them out because Thunder Rosa is officially AEW. She's officially all elite. So for those of you who may or may not remember, Thunder Rosa was the NWA women's world champion for a while. Um, she had been under contract with NWA and we started working more AEW shows. So her contract has expired and is now officially signed to AEW. This is a great move for, for their division. This is great. This mm-hmm. yeah, for their division. This is so good. So good. Mm-hmm. So so good. So, I mean, we've seen with AEW that it's not exclusive contracts. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. their got their guys can go to Japan and wrestle for Japan. They can wrestle in Impact. They can wrestle on NWA. They can wrestle, um, you know, on the mm-hmm. Indies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is her best move because this opens up possibilities to to bounce around and do whatever she wants if they don't have any plans for her. Exactly. Not to mention she she does run uh, a, a smaller wrestling promotion mm-hmm. and going to a WWE. Uh, she wouldn't be able to control that. Her, she right. wouldn't have the time to. Right. She might contractually. She might not even be able to. That's also true. I mean, I know Tyler Breeze and um, I mean that's not his name anymore. But uh, Tyler Breeze and Sean Spears both run a wrestling school together, and they were doing that under WWE contract, but they were never there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think I think this is great for the division, and like you said, this is good for Thunder Rosa because now she gets to. Work mostly in AEW, which is now the second biggest promotion in North America, um, and get her, herself exposure. You know, she can get her face on more posters, and she's a very good wrestler. We've already seen that she's a very good wrestler. She's good on the stick, not great, but she's good, um, and she's good at telling stories. Like she can, her rivalries are they tend to be well built, and so mm-hmm. if. AEW continues to make these signings, and there's still one major female signing I'm waiting for. Once that 90 days is up, um, I really think mm-hmm. AEW might be making a turn Who in terms about? of their women's division. Man, you know what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. You may not care, but you know I care. You know what I'm waiting for. Who? Don't, don't let me spell it out for you, bro. Come on. Who, who, is it in the news? No, no. Who is currently in the middle of a non of a ninety day non compete because they were recently released by WWE? Who is a female that I would love to see in AEW? Oh, um, there you go. Uh, this you this go. one, uh, yes. Yes. Heidi Lovelace. There you go. There yeah, you if go. they if they get they get her, the division also gets some um, well needed leadership and in ring general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Now, what's curious, and I'm going I'm to use this as a segue, is Kira Hogan is reportedly done with Impact Wrestling. Her contract is apparently over. Um, that came off of the her last match was wrapping up with uh, Slammiversary, which we'll get into in a little bit. So my question to you, Shades, is where does Kira Hogan land? WWE. Oh, you're right. Oh, she's going to NXT. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, they're going to ruin her. No. She's built for NXT. Yeah, yep, 100%. 100%. She has an NXT look. She could, oh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can if see they that. Can, if, if they can sand out her flaws, like, a, mm-hmm. a, a little bit, she could mm-hmm. even be, she could even be, like, mid-card SmackDown. I can see that. I can see that. My issue with her, I mean, my issue with anyone going to WWE is, is bountiful. Um, I The good thing with Kira Hogan is she's so young and... She's not so established in the industry that if she goes to NXT, it's almost a fresh slate. You know, it's almost still they'll give her a new name, obviously. Um, and it, it won't be like, like she'll just start over. Oh, because um, she's only 26. Yeah, I also didn't know that she was um, uh, part of the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. She's yep. uh, in a relationship with Diamante. Oh, that I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just wanted to check her age and like mm-hmm. see where she was around. She's turning twenty-seven this year. That's why. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That I didn't. Um, know. yeah, she definitely has an NXT look to her, but yeah. um, I don't know, man. I the, think like I said, she she's not like amazing in the ring. So there's definitely work to be done there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and and she definitely fits the bill in NXT. I could totally see it. Um they'll probably ask her to get new wrestling trunks, because I don't think WWE's gonna be okay with her wearing those. Um, why not? They have um this one who dresses like a dominatrix. Carrying across is the lady. Uh, oh, Scarlet. Scarlet. Yeah. Yeah, but Scarlet. Never mind. I'm not about to compare someone else's apples to their apples. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not. It's not all that bad. Her gear, that is. Hold on. There's. Her so her rim her her ring trunks, depending on which one she's wearing. Sometimes they they because of the size of her posterior tend to ride up yeah, quite they- high. Yeah, they re- reveal some of her assets. Right, right. So, like, half the time she's wrestling, it looks like she's wearing a thong. So I just, I don't know how much WWE's going to let her get away with having that much of her cheeks out on camera weekly, you know? Hmm. But I could be wrong. I don't know. I could be wrong. I, I feel like they might ask her to cover a Tone little bit more of her bit. backside. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... The rest of her ring gear is fine, obviously. Yeah. Just, she's got she's got a big butt. She got a big butt, and the way she wears her ring trunks, they tend to ride up. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know if it's a major issue yet. Yeah, but well, we're gonna see. We'll see oh, where she yeah, ends up. Okay, she so there's you a, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing like a thumbnail of her versus Jordan Grace and Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that it, it does ride up um pretty high, so yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I think they would have her like bring it down a little bit more. That, that's all I'm saying. It's not family friendly. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. But I, uh, I think you're right. I think she definitely has NXT rain all over her. And you know what? I think that's a better move for her than AEW also. I think AEW might expose her a little bit. There's not as much of a safety net in AEW. I mean, you know? she can be on dark. Yeah, she, got a, but... she can get a lot of reps in on dark. I guess. I wouldn't be surprised I mean, if she does that for a bit and then signs an NXT contract. Uh, if I'm her, I'd do it. I mean, I'd, where, I'd go straight where to else NXT. Do you fit her? Where else do you fit her on the AEW card also? No, you there's... There's nothing for her to do in AEW right now. Sure, Anna Jay's hurt right now, but you still have Ty Conti. You got Britt Baker. You have Thunder Rosa now. You know, you have um, – who else is up there? Obviously, you still have, you know, um, Sheeta. Who's the the one they built? And, they bring, and Statlander. Um, Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose. There's a lot of women up there. If they can get all get healthy, I don't see where there's a spot for here, Kira Hogan, you know. Yeah. They have um, they have what's-her-name wrestling. Penelope Ford's been wrestling a lot lately. Mm-hmm. So they got her working more, you know. I don't know. We'll see. But let's move on. Uh, let's stick with the women, though, because Diana Parazzo is set to defend her Impact Knockouts Championship at NWA Empower, which is NWA's all-female pay-per-view. So well, that's going to be interesting. She's defending her title in a different promotion. Mm-hmm. But who's she defending it against? Oh, of course. I can't give a little bit without giving the rest of it. She'll be defending her championship versus Mickey James. One of the greatest knockouts champions ever. Yeah. I think I think they think that kind of shows where Mickey's going, which makes sense. You know, why not go to NWA with her husband? Yeah, I mean, um, if they want to do the whole power couple thing, they could totally do that. Uh, okay, I don't think so, all this needs that, but I no, think you can. Like, why not? No, because um, we'd be contradicting what we said last week. Mickey James doesn't need the title. Agreed. She doesn't need the N- the, N- the NWA Women's cha- Championship. She doesn't need Agreed. that. Agreed. That belt is already established. We told Fair. we said that. It'd be great for her to be the new Ring of Honor Women's World Champion because it's Very a, true. an infant belt. Very true. I don't. I don't like the power couple thing because that that takes the belt off of whoever's currently the champion. Uh, it's not Serena Deeb anymore, is it? No. NWA Women's World Champion. Um. I yeah. definitely know so, who it is. I just can't think of it right now. Let's see. Yeah, and the power couple is always played out. Like they, it's done a thousand times. You don't need to do it. Camille in her first reign. That's news to me. No idea who that is. Who's 
Oh, she's oh, she's only been holding the belt for 47 days. She took it off of Serena Deeb. Okay. Okay, there you go. Camille, who's Camille? Let me look up who she is. Maybe I know her. She doesn't even have a wiki. <laughs> WA. Oof. Images, anything. Oh, she is. She, Jiminy Cricket. This what? woman is. She is muscles. Okay. Oh, man. Well, ma'am, I do not want to arm wrestle you ever. Thank you. Come again. She is. She is muscles. Um, okay, so yeah, where was I? So yeah, 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 sorry. So Empower, which is, I'm I'm intrigued to watch this. I'm going to see, you know, how many women get on this bill. I love, by the way, that the entire wrestling industry, outside of WWE, they hear all these fans clamoring for an Evolution 2, or for an all-women's, you know, WWE program, or something. And the, the, these, we've, I, Shades, I, I'm sure you've heard it. There's been grumblings about this for months. Mm-hmm. And so now they're all just like, well, if they're not going to do it, we'll do it. So Empower's doing the all-women's pay-per-view. Ring of Honor's doing their women's ch- uh, championship tournament. It's like, okay, that's great. That's so smart. It's so smart. If the big WWE won't do it, you do it. If the fans want this so badly and WWE won't give it to them, you give it to them. Smart. Smart. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Ah. Before we get into our anniversary results, one last thing. Lance Archer, previously mentioned, defeated John Moxley to become the new IWGPUS champion. This is Lance Archer's second reign, right? Didn't Mozzie take it off of Lance yes. Archer? Yes, because he took it off of Juice. You mean C.J. Parker? You mean Juice Robinson? C.J. Parker. Juice Robinson. Uh, fiance or boyfriend Yo, of simmer Tony down. Storm? Chill out. All right? There's no reason to be disrespectful. All right? None. Rude. Juice. Dudes. I used to hate him. I used to be a fan of his. I used to really like him. I was like, oh, Juice is really good. And then yeah. he betrayed me. And so. And because he's like, you know, quote unquote, betrayed you, it makes it more funny. That's why I like him now. I hate you. <laughs> All right. Now let, let's get into some juicy, no pun intended. You see, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going with it today. You're on a roll. You're on a roll today, man. Not a bagel. No, so, we lost it. <laughs> so Chavo Guerrero made his AEW debut as Andrade El Idolo's consultant. And this makes so much more sense than Vicky Guerrero. Mm-hmm. I am so much more for Chavo. Because Vicky's fine in doses, but she's annoying. She's Her great. She's a heel because she's annoying. Chavo has experience working promotions all over the world. And he knows how to be a heel. He knows how to be a smarmy heel. He knows how to be an, uh, an obnoxious one. 
He knows how to be an entitled one, like he did when he was in Lucha Underground. He like he he's this guy's been in this industry his for what thirty plus years at this point, probably longer. And his family, well, let's not even talk about the Guerrero wrestling family. Forget it. Um, and so to have someone like him in Andrade's corner, especially, man, oh, so good, so good, mm-hmm. such a good move. It sort of legitimizes mm-hmm. Andrade. Because mm-hmm. he's getting that Guerrero stamp of a pr- seal of approval, you know exactly, exactly. And of it's course, like if- inevitably, you're gonna once you put Chavo with Andrade, you're gonna have the comparisons of him to Eddie, which is not great, but it is still good. You know what I mean? Like no one wants to be compared to Eddie, but it doesn't hurt his stock. I mean, he could always just go. Uh, you know, my family knows greatness. My uncle, if he was alive today, would mm-hmm. know. This is a future mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. champion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to. They don't have to do a comparison thing because it never, it never lives up to the hype, you know. Right, and it kind of right. kills the character before it gets mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But if they do that, like he has the Guerrero seal of approval, mm-hmm. it'll mean something. It'll definitely mean something. And here's something that could mean everything. Two big rumors coming out of the rumor mill. This is what you guys have all been waiting for. I know you have. I heard you. I can hear you from here. Rumors are bountiful, endless, that AEW is set to sign two of the biggest names in professional wrestling over the last 10 to 15 years. Um, rumor is that both of them have already signed their deals. Pen to paper? Yes. Oh, boy. Again, neither parties have confirmed it. These are all just reports. Nothing is confirmed. But, uh, you know what? Tell me, tell us, tell us who it is, and I will tell you what they've been doing on social media. It would appear that the following two gentlemen are all elite. Brian Danielson and CM Punk. Boy, oh boy. Boy, boy, boy. Very tall boy. Boy, boy, boy. Very tall boy. That is... That is... That is major... That that is major. I don't even know so. how to like. Okay, so for CM Punk, I I would prefer if he took less of an active role in the ring. If we could get CM Punk doing commentator work, uh, managerial work, something like that, with the occasional match. Mint. Now, Brian Danielson. Bro, I want him on the in the main event every night. Can um, I? I don't. 
I'm I'm being a little I'm I'm being a little hyperbolic, but you know what I mean. Um, I know you're not a, I know you're okay. not crazy about Brian Danielson, but you can't you can't front that his in ring work. You know we, we, the amount of matches of top matches that we can get from him, still at his age. Oh my God! Please, please. Uh, so CM Punk actually tweeted out and then deleted the tweet. Okay. Of um, the Last Stand. You know okay. that theme song from the bomb, 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 bomb. The Michael Jordan intro. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Chicago yeah, yeah. Bulls. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He tweeted that out and then deleted the tweet. Okay. So is this his last, you know, his last stand? Mm-hmm. You know, is he going to come back? What capacity is he going to come back? I mean, um, Big Sexy put on, on Facebook. He's like, everybody's happy about seeing Punk coming back, but um, what if he ain't the same, you know? Like... I agree. He's 42 years old. Mm-hmm. That's not old in terms of professional wrestling. True. It is old when you've been out of the ring for eight years. Also true. But Edge came back after, what, 10 years or nine years. And he didn't look fantastic. But it, it was a boring match. Oh, this is also very true. The difference between CM Punk and Edge is CM Punk was a better in-ring performer. And he didn't leave because of injury. He was also training in MMA. So let's see what happens. Brian Danielson, on the other hand, isn't too far removed from a wrestling, um, you know, wrestling in the ring. He wrestled with Roman Reigns a couple of pay-per-views ago or on SmackDown. SmackDown. SmackDown was his last match. Yeah. So uh, this is just some stuff that I screenshotted. Uh, it's not a lot. It's just this and then raw stuff. Um, it's reported that Brian Danielson wanted to work less dates for the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also wanted the ability to work in Japan mm-hmm. and to have input on his character, mm-hmm. and he was granted on all of those requests. Mm-hmm. So it's it's almost confirmed that that BD because it's not DB anymore, right? Um, is signed with AEW. Yeah, from what I've read, the whole freedom to work with Japan thing was the like. The main thing for him. Mm-hmm. And so once AW agreed to that, it was pretty much, you know, pen to paper. It was ball game. Now, my issue, and I, I said this, did I say this to you? I don't remember. I was to Ugo about this. I don't remember who I said this. I don't remember who I spoke to about this. I think it was probably you. Um, that I hate that, like, these reports come out when I would have much rather. Watch Dynamite one night, and all of a sudden, boom, he comes out. You know? I mean, and I, had this, does... and I had the same issue with the, you know, topic off topic, the uh, the expansion draft for the Seattle Kraken the other night, where like 9% of, like... You couldn't, you couldn't help yourself. I couldn't help myself. 
twenty six out of twenty six out of the thirty guys on the roster spots were announced. They were leaked on the internet, like in the middle of the afternoon, four hours before the show even went on. Like it ruins it. I enjoy surprises. I always have. I think it's it's fun and it's exciting, and so the fact that these dirt sheets are all out talking about both DB or BD, sorry, and CM Punk, it's like, man, couldn't you guys just shut up and let us enjoy it? I mean, you could. You definitely could. Um, but I also understand, I, if you don't report it, someone else is, you know? I get mm-hmm. it. I mean... I would have much rathered a, a a dynamite lights cut out and then mm. the intro to cult of personality comes on mm. and you get boom. Mm. Um Brian Danielson, sure. I mean I'm not okay, so I can't complain about WWE fans crying to get CM Punk back. And then not just like mark out when AEW like he shows up on AEW. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a hypocrite. Yeah. Um, I need to see how he does in the ring. Yeah, I'm he was more good in the ring the last him. time I saw him. He was he was good in the ring the last time I saw him. But again, that was eight years ago. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're saying is Brock Lesnar going to go to AEW as well because he's a free agent? No. If if AEW signed Brock Lesnar, Vince would crap a cracker. That <laughs> well, that's a phrase I've never heard before. But yes, I agree. He would definitely crap a cracker. I'm not going to front, bro. If Brock Lesnar hit the TV on AEW Dynamite, I'd be super turned off. I mean, I wouldn't I'd be, be happy. I'd be turned off in a big way. I'd, I'd, I'd suck my teeth. I wouldn't be happy about it. I, I might, like, turn it off and not watch for a while. Like, I'm not about Brock Lesnar, bro. And it's not because he can't wrestle. It's because, like, he rest, he, he only wants to work, like, one show a year. And then, like, the promotions bent to his whim, and I'm not about that. The guy was the WWE champion and was on TV like twice a year. I'm not about it. Yeah, I'm not about it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there are some reservations for sure. I mean, you'd be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You'd be moronic if you didn't think like if they signed Brock Lesnar. There's definitely some. Mm-hmm. Uh, major uh, issues and like contracts that like like not contracts uh incentives he had been like, paid through the nose to take mm-hmm. someone's belt and never be on TV. Yeah. Ugh. But whack. It would definitely uh, bring a a lot of eyes to AEW. Oh, for sure, without question. Uh, but no, I don't want go away. Now we're going to wrap up my segment of the show with some results from Slammiversary. And then 
we'll pass it over to Shades because we ain't even done yet. There's a lot going on in WWE land also, and there, there might be a rant or two coming later. We'll see. But in the meantime, over on Impact Wrestling Slammiversary that took place this past weekend, we had the aforementioned Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles lose their Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championships to Havoc and Rosemary in the pre-show match. So that was Kira Hogan's last commitment to Impact Wrestling as she's out the door. She lost on the the weekly show also. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because Impact still does the the mandatory no, – I'm no, no, sorry. The um, automatic, automatic rematch. rematch. Clause. Yeah, there you go. Automatic rematch clause. Um, <clears throat> Josh Alexander retains his Ultimate X champ, his Impact X Division Championship in the Ultimate X match. Sorry, versus Ace Austin, Chris Bay, P.D. Williams, Rojit Raju, and Trey Miguel. We had Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green defeat Brian Myers and Tennille Dashwood in an intergender tag team match. Uh, before we went on the air, Shades and I were joking about this match, as it's essentially Zack Ryder and Chelsea Green versus. Kurt Hawkins, and Emma. This just a bunch of WWE rejects in a match. I mean, people complain about AEW signing old WWE talent, and here Impact is all four of them in one match. <laughs> uh, speaking of WWE rejects, W. Morrissey defeats Eddie Edwards by pinfall. Poor Eddie Edwards, I'm sorry. Uh, we had Finn Parker... You know, David Finley and C.J. Parker defeat Madman Fulton. That's not, and... not his name. That's not his name. Mad... It's not. It's not Finn Parker. It's <laughs> Finn Juice. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, defeated Madman Fulton and Shira. Chris Saban defeats Moose, which I don't know what they're doing with Moose. I. What are you doing having Chris Saban defeat him in a in a, in a random singles match? I don't understand what you're doing. Um, the Good Brothers, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson, defeat the then-current champions of Joe Daring and Rhino, Rich Swan and Willie Mack, and Falaba and No Way, formerly No Way Jose. Way to really be original with your new name. Um, so the Good Brothers are now the Impact World Tag Team Champions again. First Second time, time yes. Again, right? Yes. Yeah. And then Diana Perazzo defeats the La Rosa to retain her Impact Knockout Championship. And then Kenny Omega defeated Sammy Callahan in his no DQ match for the Impact World Championship. In a really good match. Unfortunately, I have not had a chance to watch this show in its entirety yet. But from what I hear, this has been a, this was a great show. So I'm very excited to I'm hoping to catch it this weekend. You know, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. But I heard it was a great show. Now, with that done and said, Shades, I turned the show over. No, 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 you will not. Why? What did I miss? So because you didn't watch the show, you don't know that Jay White came out. Oh, why did I forget that? How did I forget that? I'm so sorry. You know what? That's your boy anyway. Go ahead. Go. Came out post-match. He comes out with the Never Open Weight Championship, doesn't say a word, walks around, walks around the ring, walks inside, and Machine Gun Doc 
uh, Don Callis and Kenny are in the ring. And one thing that I hate is Don Callis throwing up the two sweet. Oh, God. Hate it. Hate Don Callis already. Right. Hate him even more now. So they're throwing up the two sweet. And then it fades to black. But fans recording in the impact zone. I checked this out on YouTube. Um, they never actually get to too sweet because Finn Juice comes down and breaks up the party. Ooh. Everyone runs away. Jay White comes back in, hits the switchblade on him, on him, on David Finley, and leaves okay. the ring. Okay. And this week's impact that just passed, Jay White was being jumped by Finjuice and the Elite or some something. I don't remember the actual thing, but somebody came down to make the save. Chris Bay came down and made the save because Ken, because Kenny and and Jay White were arguing about like Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Kenny's like, "You're not even the real leader of Bullet Club," and Jay White's like, "I am the leader of Bullet Club." Blah 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 blah. I think they jumped him, or Finn Juice jumped him, and then Chris Bay came down and made the save. Leading to what will be a tag team match next week: Finn Juice versus Jay White and Chris Bay. Well, if Jay White's gonna feud against those two guys, Jay White has himself a brand new fan. <sighs> so, with that being said, <laughs> there is speculation. It's so petty. There's so there's speculation <laughs> that right. that Jay White is going to ask Chris Bay to join Bullet Club. Ooh. And I don't hate it. That's interesting. That's an interesting interest thing. And here's the thing. Jay White can say well, we're covering New Japan. We're starting a Bullet Club in America. Chris mm. Bay's going to be here. They start a Bullet Club here. And it's like, we told you it's Bullet Club International. We're not just stopping in New Japan. We're not just stopping in Impact Wrestling. Watch out, NWA. Watch out, AEW. Mm. They're not going to be... I don't think they're con- contractually obligated to say, like, WWE. No, they're not allowed to, I don't think. But although why would they? Why would they want to? Why would they want people going to WWE looking for Bullet Club, you know? Yeah. I mean they they could allude to it like, listen, we already have members, former members of Bullet Clubs in other promotions. Former or, leaders of Bullet Clubs in other promotions. Better in, in typical AEW fashion, it would probably be something more along the lines of we thought we were sending over some bullet club leaders to to America years ago, but they, they didn't get the job. The they didn't get the job. Yeah, exactly. they didn't get the job done. Right. I like that. So we came and did it ourselves. 
So no, I came and so did it I myself. I came to do it my there you go. So I came there you go. to do it myself to show what a real leader does for Bullet Club. To plant our flag mm-hmm. here in America and AEW and Impact Wrestling. Looks at the camera. We're coming to you, NWA. We're coming to you, so on and so forth. Yep, that's how you do yeah, that. Yeah, he because he can be like, because um, they they mentioned Styles before. They've mentioned mm-hmm. uh, Devitt before. Some like mm-hmm. Styles and Devitt, former leaders, came over here. Nothing with about Bullet Club. Yep. Kenny yep. Omega leaves New Japan as the leader of Bullet Club. Comes over here, does nothing for Bullet Club. I'm here for Bullet Club. As their leader, Bullet Club. Yep. And then, and then, uh, uh, this has to happen on AEW. Yeah, agreed. And then Tama Tonga, Tongaloa come out and attack Kenny Omega. Bro, oh my god! I just had a heart palpitation at that idea. Oh my god! 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 Leave, leave like, leave like Bullet Club like C members in New Japan. Leave your Chase Owens and your uh, your Tokyo Pimps. Over there, um, you could bring the the Bone Soldier for like some high flying kind of thing. That's all right. <laughs> uh, but you bring Bad Luck Fale, and you bring Tamatanga and Tangaloa. Bro, if I see God on AEW TV, I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose I, it. I, I'm gonna I may have to so send hard. you another. I may have to send you another poop pick. <laughs> Bro, oh my god. I will I will mark out so hard if GOD yeah. is ever on Dynamite. Or any sort yeah. of AEW programming. Oh my god. Yeah, it it would be sick, man. It will be sick. <sighs> we're getting there, bro. We're we're slowly but surely we're getting to that world, man. It's going to be WWE versus the rest of the world and I don't know, man. The way the WWE is going this week. Mm. Mm, they may mm, lose, mm, mm, but mm, mm. with that perfect transition, uh, this week's Raw, their ratings have gone up. Um, uh, this past Monday's Raw averaged a 1.923 million viewers on the USA Network. That is up 19% from the previous week. And up 30% from two weeks ago where Raw was at set in an all-time low. Um, this is their highest viewership since the Raw after WrestleMania. Uh, I, I think this has to do with Cena coming back the night before. Oh, we didn't know smart. where he was going to pop up. Um Obviously, everyone wants to know what happens after Money in the Bank, if they're going to cash in the next night or not. Um, any any call-ups, any, any big reveals. And we got all that. We got all that and, and in between. Uh, but before I get into that, uh, CJ Perry, you guys remember her, Big Bobby Lashley's uh, mistress. <laughs> uh, she's going to be part of the cast for VH1's The Surreal Life Revival. Now, uh, I used to watch The Surreal Life. So did I. So did I. I won't be watching it this time because I'm not... Nor will I. Nor will I. I'm not 16 anymore. (laughs) But good for her to get a paycheck where you can, girl. Like, why not? Get your your bag. 
I guess. No, I mean... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the cast looks like. Um, so, yeah. Uh, WWE announces that SummerSlam uh, is going to be airing in select theaters. Yeah, so they so, partnered up with... Um, I forget the name of the company... And there's going to be each state is going to have a couple theaters where they're going to be airing SummerSlam. Uh, none of them in New York City, which I'm kind of okay with that. They're all I'm like more than okay with that. Yeah, they're all in like weird towns. I'm like, that's fine. I don't, I don't need to go to a movie theater to watch SummerSlam. A drive-in movie theater would be kind of cool, though. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. But SummerSlam's going to suck. So who cares? Mm, you're not wrong. <laughs> Get that wrong. So, speaking of SummerSlam, we're going to continue with the theme, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, SummerSlam is to air on Saturday night mm-hmm. to coincide with the Manny Pacquiao boxing match with the Earl versus Earl Spence. Mm-hmm. Uh, crazy, yeah. It's going to be a shorter show, mm-hmm. and NXT Takeover is moved to Sunday, the twenty second, the day before my birthday. So, if you guys aren't doing anything or and are in Vegas, go watch the Manny Pacquiao fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's move to Raw. Right? <sighs> and the, the, the show that that was. So, there were uh, two... two Two returns, one debut and a title change, and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> Keith Lee returns to Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Who's who's Keith Lee, you ask? <laughs> <laughs> well, he was this really big guy that they were pushing to the moon and then all of a sudden stopped, took him off TV. I think to correct your statement, it wasn't who's Keith Lee do you ask? It's who's Keith Lee Vince McMahon asked. Who? Who's back? Keith, who's Vince that? fell Vince fell in love with Keith Lee after him and Brock were just sharing beef in the middle of the ring at the Royal Rumble. Ah, oh, so good, so good. And so then then he forgot that Keith Lee is still African American <laughs> and not a white guy. <laughs> what do you mean he's black? <laughs> get me, get me the big one from SmackDown. <laughs> Give him money in the bank. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so Keith Lee returns to Raw just to get beat by Big Bob Lashley. Yep. To set up, to set up the return of big, bald Bill Goldberg. Goldberg. The pop that this man got. Nauseating. Absolutely nauseating. I go to, like, WWE's Facebook page and see the comments, and it's just a bunch of, like, Guys from India with like a thousand letters in their names talking about, yes, the great wrestler Bill Goldberg is back. And I'm just like, man, (laughs) 
what y'all talking about, bro? We gave you gender. We gave we did not hinder the gender. We gave you the great Kali. Y'all still talking about gold? You we even made the great Kali a Hall of Famer, the least worthy Hall of Famer there's possibly could be. Probably. Next to Bill Goldberg. Oh, I love you for that one. And you guys are cheering Goldberg, Goldberg. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this guy isn't good. Bobby Lashley needs to squash him. I really hope he does, dude. I don't get it. He needs he needs to squash him. I don't understand. Well, don't, no, 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 don't. Just, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Don't, go don't, ahead. don't, don't, don't try to rack your brain around just this mess. This is a whole like nucleus of <laughs> uh, 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 of trying to wrap your head around stuff. Uh, I'm gonna end off with the thing that like was completely egregious. So, um, oh, Charlotte so you, Flair. Gonna, okay, you're gonna skip that. Okay, 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 got it. Charlotte Flair, the new Raw Women's Champion, uh, got beat up by Rhea Ripley. In their, they, I think they had a rematch. Rhea lost, beat her down post-match. And here comes Nikki Cross as her superhero persona, Nikki Ash. Cash is in Money in the Bank and is the new Raw Women's Champion. You can call her Nikki Ash Casham. Bro. No? That I'm... was good. Thank that you. That was good. <laughs> that was good. So Nikki Cash is in on Charlotte. Now, why why do you need her to cash in on Charlotte and not uh, Rhea? Because Rhea's a baby face. But sure. man... Bring back Becky. Please. I'm not even a Becky Lynch fan. Bring back Becky. The fans were chanting for her pretty hard. When so that original promo segment with Charlotte and Rhea, where they set up this match, Charlotte was talking, and the fans were just chanting Becky's name endlessly to the point where Charlotte had to stop her promo and go, "Yeah, Becky's great. She's back home breastfeeding while I'm running this division." To which Becky responded on Twitter. I'm maybe home breastfeeding, but I'm still the most over woman in the entire division. Mm. So. Mm. So. Boom, roasted. Now to the absolutely most egregious thing that happened that night. Farce. It's just a farce. It's, I don't, there's, there's no excuse for this. Undefeated. Undefeated. Let me say that one more time. Undefeated. 
NXT champion Karrion Cross made his Raw debut. And loses in two minutes to Jeff Hardy. Via a roll-up. <sighs> With Jeff's feet on the ropes. So, I had to ask Amanda to get me a beer. Just now. Because this, this, this bit of news drove me to the drink right now. How do you have your undefeated NXT champion who has squashed most of his opponents lose to Jeff Hardy via a roll-up? Please, Thrill, make it make sense. I can't. I can't. I can't. How can I? How could I possibly make this make sense? It there's just no way. It doesn't make any sense. It's like it's, it's one thing he comes out. There's no Scarlet. I'm like, oh, all right, fine. No like smoke and mirrors thing. Oh, okay, kind of takes away from his presentation, but all right, whatever. But to get beat by Jeff Hardy in like two minutes with a roll up. With the feet on the ropes when he's the current champion in the middle of a program with like Samoa Joe and William Regal. And I, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. So let's, let, let's, 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 let's go through this a little bit, right? Wait, wait, Shall wait. And, we? and then, and then after the match, they interview him in the ring. How do you feel about losing your, your debut match? Why are we bringing light to this? I'm not happy. No, really? You don't say. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, I gathered that, Carrion. Oh no, can, can, can we dissect this a bit, please? Yes. Go ahead, please. please. Because if not, this is going to lead to a rant, and I don't want to rant. So let's let's dissect this. Um, Jeff Hardy wins via roll-up. Yeah. That happened. Right? Mm-hmm. Jeff is. Hardy yep. wins via roll-up, legs on the rope. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's a face. Mm-hmm. 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 Why is a face winning... By dirty tactics. Because they want to keep carrying looking strong. Doesn't. I'm fully aware. I'm fully aware. But that's dumb dumb logic. Number two. I've seen people argue not everyone wins their debut match. Okay. I understand that. That's, that's, That's You're not wrong there. Not everyone does win their debut match. Uh, Adam Cole Bebe won his debut match on SmackDown. Samoa Joe won his debut match on Raw. AJ Styles won his debut match against The Miz. No, against Chris Jericho. Then he lost to Jericho at, what you call it? Mania. 
Mania. Charlotte lost on her debut match. That's understandable. <coughs> now, now she refuses to lose to anybody. Right. Oh. <laughs> and Charlotte, you're going to lose your first match. And I took that personally. <laughs> I took that personally. <laughs> Michael Jordan's body were her head. <laughs> Charlotte, you're going to lose your first match. Yeah, and I took that personally. <laughs> and I'm not going to lose after that. Ever again. Um, and again, understandable. Keith Lee won his debut match. But your current and Kevin Owens beat mm-hmm. John Cena at a pay-per-view. And they weren't booking Kevin Owens like they booked Karrion Cross. And John Cena was the United States champion at the time, mind you. And John Cena is also John freaking Cena. And who's Jeff Hardy? You mean to I, tell I, I me... I can tell you who Jeff Hardy is, but you don't want to hear that. You mean to tell me that the man that's been accused of burying talent over and over again puts over Kevin Owens. But this crackhead on Monday Night Raw <laughs> cannot put over your undefeated NXT champion. I don't get it. 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 Just when I'm like, man, Cena's back. Roman's back. Goldberg's back, unfortunately. They do something like this. Yep. Why? Your guess is good as mine, buddy. This the reports that I've read, it's all rumors, is that um Carrion is the one that attacked William Regal on, on NXT this week. Joe's out for blood. It's going to be Joe versus Carrion for the NXT uh, championship because Joe has been medically cleared to wrestle now. I don't like this. But what are you going to do? Because if, if you have Carrion lose to Samoa Joe... Why should I care about Karrion Cross on the main roster now? Because he lost to Jeff Hardy. But that's the thing is Joe has to be Karrion Cross because if Cross is going to be a, a, a mainstay on Raw, he's got to drop that belt. He could, and there's nobody else set up for a feud. He could also lose the belt for in the triple threat match. I guess who? Put Johnny Wrestling in there. You could put Adam Cole Bay Bay in there. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, but then he's going to be working double duty for an extra, what, month? Two months? While they set that up? Uh, One month. Not even one month. A couple weeks. Because SummerSlam is, what, three weeks? Four weeks from now? I don't know. A month. It's a month from now because it's the 23rd today. There you go. Well, there it is. Yeah, and God's birthday is in a month from now. Wow, I'm going to turn 31. Yeah. Welcome to the party. There's nothing to do here. Yeah, it's not even any cake. Nothing. Um, look, I'm I'm not I'm not going to as much as my body wants to. I'm not going to sit here and go off on a whole rant. But 
We talked about this last week. We talked about this a million times. You can't build new stars this way. You can't have Keith Lee return when he was as over as he was, when he's as talented and as charismatic as he is, to have him lose to Bobby Lashley just to set up Goldberg. You cannot debut Karrion Cross, who you've been pushing, who you put the belt on, who you're treating like gold, just to take away his his partner, his his valet, take away part of his presentation, and then have him lose in an embarrassing fashion. You can't get people to be invested in wrestlers like that. It's not possible. You can't. I'm sorry. There is no way on this planet that anyone in their right mind could possibly care about Karrion Cross after what happened with Jeff Hardy. I don't know how you fix it. I don't know how you save it. The only thing I can think of is next week, Karrion Cross has to brutalize Jeff Hardy. He needs to make it look borderline shoot. Or, if you want to run the risk of playing the long game, is Karrion continues to struggle... And you use that as an excuse to bring up um, not Charlotte, Scarlett, where she comes out and goes, you left me and you struggled, but I'm here now. I'm here to help you to teach them to, what's their thing? Um, Fall and pray. To fall and pray. Exactly. And then he can turn it around and start becoming, you know, successful. Those are your only two chances to save him now. If you don't do either of those two things, and one of them is super risky, because you got to play the long game with a character that, that fans don't care about. Those are your only two chances, and it is such like you're 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 playing with fire now. You're playing with fire now. This I I don't know what they're doing. I don't understand it. None of what they did with. Keith Lee, Goldberg, Lashley, Carrion, and Jeff Hardy, none of it makes a lick of sense to me. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't understand. Well, you're not wrong. Dumbfounding. I don't get it. No. But anyway. Is there are we? Is there anything else we gotta because I, I, I no, that's it, man. I think we're I'm mentally exhausted. Because of this whole thing, bro, I can't even just okay. A little, a little I'm not, again, I'm not gonna rant. I'm not gonna rant. I'm sitting at home on Monday night. I'm hanging out. I think I'm watching the Mets game, maybe. I don't remember what I'm doing. And my brother calls me. I'm like, yo, what's up? He's like, I'm making the mistake of watching Raw. I'm like, why would you do that to yourself? He's like, I don't know. I'm bored. Is it gonna watch? I'm like, all right, whatever. He's telling me what's going on a little by little. I'm like, yeah, no duh. And then he mentions, oh, Keith Lee is back. I'm like, <laughs> this will not end well. And he was like, oh, he's got, he's got his shorts on. Hopefully he's not wearing – he's got his uh, the sweater vest. Hopefully the hoodie vest. Hopefully it's not, you know, he's not wearing the shirts. I'm like, bro, they're not going to let him wrestle topless. 
Vince McMahon is afraid of like big guys, so like it's not gonna happen. And then he's like, "Oh, Bobby Lashley's in the ring." I'm like, "Oh, this will not end well." And then he tells me he calls me back. He's like, "Bro, they just beat Keith Lee on Bobby Lashley." I was like, "Yep, that makes sense." And he's like, "Bro, <laughs> Goldberg's music is playing right now." I'm like, "Yep, that makes sense." I'm done with this conversation. I just, I don't, whatever. Shades, are, are we, are we, is it, is it, is the, is someone in your ear right now? Are we out of here? Are we I think we can, I think we're getting the signal to plant some seeds. <laughs> oh boy. My good seed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. In the world of professional wrestling, you're right. I'm sorry. There are so, good seeds, um, and and in in some very strong cases, there are some bad seeds. But at the end of the day, it all contributes to the tree, to the garden, to the forest. That is professional wrestling. Now, I'm I'm almost a thousand percent sure there is no need to delay the inevitable. We have our good seeds. We have our bad seeds. Would you like to go first, sir? Um, sure. My good seat's a little bit more up in the air. Um, I want to give it to Slammiversary, but I didn't watch Slammiversary, so that, that would be, you know, not right. Um, but I'll, I'll give it, because I didn't watch that, I will give it to, um, I'll give it to Chavo. I'll give it to Chavo making his AEW debut. Okay, that's a, that's a, that's a good one. Now, my good seed, I don't want to cop out and like to everything that's not WWE right now because everything that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, not yeah. WWE is going freaking swimmingly. I agree. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go to AEW and their potential monstrous signs that is Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson and CM Punk. That's fair. That's good shout. I'm with that. And the bad seeds. Where do we even? I don't even. Is it? Can we just simply just call it? How, how much time you got? <laughs> well, if it's three hours, there's my bad seed. Monday Night Raw. Uh, my bad seed. In a nutshell. Yeah, definitely. My bad seed definitely goes to uh, the the burial of both Keith Lee and Karrion Cross. Garbaggio. Trash on trash on trash on trash. On trash on trash. Word. Anyway, folks. That's going to wrap up this week's episode. You've listened to us on SoundCloud.com. SoundCloud? SoundCloud. 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 <laughs> SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apple. That's Grapples the number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud. You got Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com, Twitter.com, Instagram.com slash Grapples Apples. Again, that's Grapples the number two Apples, like, comment, share, subscribe, do whatever you got to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible, because we appreciate it. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Ill Will, The Thrill, The Poetarian, Shakespeare and Candidate, Major English, Mr. Certified, The Gadfather, whatever you need me to be, that's who I'll be, because baby, that's who I is. Join remotely by my hetero life mate, tell them who you are, baby. 
I am the man of the hour, the man with the power, too damn sweet to be sour, cream of the crop, rise to the top, your boy, the general, your god, your champion, Alan Shades. <laughs> Don't forget to check out all of our episodes from last week, this week, next week, and every other week. It's an apple a day. It's a bad wrestling. Peace. 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 Peace